Seriously? You're still doing that? Today, on Politics Doesn't Have to Suck, but it does, we're going to discuss some of the worst possible management practices you could be doing in today's diverse world. And we're going to start with the fact that you admit that you do at least one of these, if not all of them. Even if you have an outstanding organizational culture on paper, it's surprisingly easy for a few bad management practices to pop up, shall we say? And they need to stop now. Let's start with what I consider one of the worst ones. Punitive focus. Instead of focusing on punishing employees who don't act in accordance with the guidelines they set or fail to meet their goals, great managers work to find where their performance can improve. Do you have that one person who just struggles? Maybe, maybe not even struggle. Maybe in the end, they're just not doing what they're supposed to do. Is it your fault? Potentially, it is. It's natural for management to just focus in on that one person. I'm going to hover over you. I'm going to watch everything you do. And I'm going to make your life miserable. It's not often the fault of the team when goals aren't met. They're either not given the resources they need to reach the goal, or the goal is too aggressive. Sometimes, the best managers support their teams and inspire them to embrace accountability naturally by helping them see and appreciate the purpose behind their work. This is important. It's very possible that the best managers support their teams and inspire them to embrace accountability naturally by helping them see and appreciate what they do every day and how valuable they are. It's time for you to back the hell off of your employees and let them see if they can find their own equilibrium. Step number one to do that is our next program, cloning. I run a company with 52 employees. How many old white men do you think I need to hire? Well, in your mind, you might think, God, if I only had one, two, three of me sitting here next to me, do you, do you know what we could do as a company? Really? What the company needs is more of you? Lack of diversity is still a glaring issue in modern business, and it's particularly prevalent among tech companies and startups. Tech companies and startups, I want more of me. I want more service managers. I want more tech engineers. I want more IT professionals. What if managers are not just missing out on a, a cultural advantage of hiring and training a, a team? They're missing out on a major strategic advantage. A business with team members that all look, think, and act the same is a dramatically larger risk to fail. Here's a thought. Make some systemic changes to go out and hire people who don't look like you, act like you, or think like you. I'm telling you, your company's going to flourish. Another one is imbalance. Uh, one thing to have outstanding employees. 
that you can expect exceptional performance from. But another thing entirely, to continue to expect more than they're able to give. Individual and organizational goals should be ambitious, but not at the price of driving your team into the ground. When you have a team working on the same goal and they're giving you 110% and they deliver, are you expecting them to do the same thing tomorrow? 110% deliver. 110% miss your birthday party with your child. Work on Saturdays, late nights. How long do you think your employees are going to stay? They're not. They're going to move on for opportunities that allow them to work at their own pace, to find their own equilibrium. Expect the best from your employees, that everybody has a different best. Let them be their own best. Indecision is another killer. Although it's important to give employees the autonomy they need in order to do their best work, it's equally important for them to have a sense that someone is driving the bus. Oh my God, that person needs to be competent. Part of a manager's job is to make decisions. This is one of the reasons that they earn more money than the other people. Managers who were either afraid to accept responsibility or afraid of the consequences of that decision are viewed as worthless to the employees. Make a decision. Very famous general said, when they were surrounded, what do we do? He said, pick a direction and go. Movement is the best thing you could do. Make a decision and go forward with it. Let your team members know that you're decisive and that you'll accept the consequences of your decision and you'll get them to be decisive and expect the consequences of their decisions. And there's a small bonus one. Morning stand-ups. Oh, dear God, are you still doing morning stand-ups? Okay, everybody, come on in. I know, it's, I know it's hot in here. Come on in. Janet, come on in. Close the door behind you. Steve, that game last night, right? Amazing. Janet, how are we doing on the MacGuffin report? Good. Good, good. Good for you. Bill. Really? Another blueberry muffin. How useful are those meetings? Dear scrum leaders, stop them immediately. It's good to have communications with your teams, but those morning stand-ups are a waste of time. Unless you know it's going to be 30 seconds or a minute long, you have the goal, and you hit the goal every time. If one person rolls their eyes in your meeting, stop your meeting immediately. In the end, you need to be the best manager possible. And a little late hint, I have an open door policy. Why do they have to come to your office to find you? You should be right next to them. Stop these practices. If you have any questions, call me. I'm here to help. My WhatsApp is plus one, six one four four zero two six seven four three. I'm Richard Seleski. I've been doing this for 35 years, folks. I'd love to help you.